0: So. Well, that was the part of the reason why I got them, because I just wanted the crinkly look,
1: mm-hmm.
0: not even thinking how cute it is, just twist it. Right, right. Um, so this time I was like, let me twist it. But it took an hour and a half to do this.
1: Oh, you did? Yeah. Oh, I always it? think things no. cute.
0: Oh. <gasps> I went and paid somebody to do it. Oh, God. <laughs>
1: You said it took an hour and a half to do it. I thought you meant like for you to do it Mm-mm. for
0: me to sit down and have somebody else do it.
1: Okay. Oh, but the first ones you didn't you didn't get like to, you just got them just for the crinkle. You didn't. But right. okay. this got one you. I
0: actually got, it. I'm going to keep it. Gotcha. And then I may take it out for two days next week before I get it done again.
2: Gotcha. gotcha. Mm-hmm. She thinks she's
3: cute.
0: <laughs> I am. Look at us on time. Maybe mm-hmm. look at me on time, but. <laughs> right.
2: What are you talking about? I was on here at exactly. That's
0: what I'm saying. Look at us five. on time. We're on time.
1: Mm-hmm. She just, she just said mainly her though. It's not me. Who, she, it, wasn't, it, oh, wasn't, me. Okay. she wasn't taking away your own time. she was. Time she was just,
0: <laughs> I said, well, look at me on time because typically mm-hmm. I'm the one that's late. y'all wait on me.
1: And she was first. So. Mm-hmm.
0: I was here at six <laughs> fifty-eight.
2: Mm-hmm. Got a lot of stuff to do. You yeah. <laughs> your
1: your Terry, what I said, you're also freezing. I said, Is your Wi Fi good? Yeah, I'm fine. Oh, Janessa, your microphone good? I hope so. Oh, yeah, now you sound fine. Oh, Man, well, I was listening to
0: a podcast the other day, mm-hmm. and their volume the microphone was so terrible. I'm like. Yeah. all put this on Apple Podcast? <laughs> Apple Podcasts take anything, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: it's, it's gonna take whatever you upload for sure.
0: It's <laughs> like this sounds terrible.
1: <laughs> but they not they ain't gonna pay for anything, but they'll take anything.
0: Gotcha. Sure. All right.
1: well, Go you ready? Mm-hmm.
0: Boom, shaka <laughs> yeah. world.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of the Worst Ones podcast. This is the safe place for us preachers' kids to come and be the absolute worst. My name is Rudy Wilson. I am a preacher's kid. Got Terry Weezy in the building. He's a preacher's kid. Kelly Leezy in the building. She's a preacher's kid. And of course, we got our honor roll student, Jay Rihanna in the building. She is a preacher's kid. Um I had so not only my my I wrecked my car, but my dad's car is in the shop. So I had to do this from the crib. So I'm I'm literally sitting in my bed right now. But you know, uh, nonetheless, we're gonna make it happen. We here.
0: Right.
1: <laughs> you wrecked your dad's car too? No, 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 no. His car is just old. So it oh. just, it, it's just <laughs> it, it just needs to be you know just worked on. But I'm I'm. I mean, it's good. It's, it's I, I have it by tomorrow morning. But I just you know it's gotcha. so. Old. so um, uh, yeah, <laughs> I'm literally leaning on pillows right now. <laughs> give, me, give me some back support because, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's all things. Anyways, uh, Kelly, oh. I, since, since we were already on you and your hair and everything, how, how's it going?
0: Things are great. Let me tell you guys a story. Okay, so my father, before I uh, maybe I, he just celebrated how many years I told you, how many years he just celebrated past four anniversary, 14 maybe. Okay. Prior to that, everyone knows that he was a youth minister. And mm-hmm. as a youth pastor, he used to visit youth at their schools. Mm-hmm. And so he used to go and visit me at my school. And in high school, I used to hate it. And everybody knew my dad. Kelly, your dad is here. And I'm like, oh, my God. Here comes my dad, blah, blah, blah. So um, 20 years later, my dad calls me yesterday and is like, hey, I'm at a full gospel conference out by Cascade. How far is that from your school? I'm like 15, 20 minutes. He was like, oh, I was going to come through. I'm like, oh, pull up. So my dad comes, <laughs> visits me at work. I'm taking him around, meeting all my people, had a good time. So I work at multiple schools. So I said, well, daddy, if you come to this school, then you got to come to my other school tomorrow, <laughs> which is today. So my dad came to my school again, to, to my job again today. We sat, we chatted, he met all my, my coworkers and all my coworker friends and it was just a great time and i have been on like a hundred this high that my dad has come to visit me at work and it's so great but 20 years
1: ago at 16. i about to say you didn't appreciate it back when. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but i appreciate him but right. it not letting him stop him All right um because when he called yesterday i was like oh absolutely um, <laughs> you gotta, can you come tomorrow too? What right.
1: <laughs> right, what's up. What, so, what are you? What, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry.
0: No, no, I would say so. I'm, I'm on cloud nine.
1: Gotcha. you, got gotcha. you. Yeah. Shout out, old Kev. Yeah.
0: What, um,
1: when he used to go to the other kids' school, was it like just a visit or was it like yeah, he day?
0: would just visit as the youth pastor, just come in doing lunch, talking to people, you know, um, gotcha. check on you. How you doing? You know, got
2: gotcha. you. No, know, he might
0: spread a little word in little your, in your defense. Side. Here in your defense, I don't
2: think any teenager is really right. psyched about their dad showing right. up anywhere where they're at.
0: Agreed. So, yeah. um, but everybody else loved my dad. Kelly, your dad here.
2: Dad's here, Kelly. There's your
0: dad. <laughs> I
2: think you're I think everybody else just loved teasing you. That's what I think.
0: <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. So, but my he, dad's did, pretty cool
1: People did he, did. Did, did he show up with the chapstick 20 years ago and
0: <laughs> I was telling him yesterday because my school yesterday they have like a lot of fights every single day mm. like just craziness and I was just like now daddy I'm sure you ain't bring your oil but I got some chapstick in here like <laughs> I said if you want some. I said but I don't really recommend you going down these hallways just hit the dough on your way out <laughs> right, right. <laughs> he said oh I got some oil in the car today go on and pull that out for us um but yeah but no it was it was great i'm on cloud nine
1: good i loved that's it good. that's what's up yes. i'm glad you grew to appreciate your father absolutely <laughs> absolutely
0: absolutely that's
1: absolutely. Gotcha. Absolutely. okay well speaking of school miss honor roll uh, how how you doing
3: i'm doing pretty good um I don't know if I told y'all this, but fall is my favorite season ever. You mentioned Um, it. Of course, this past weekend, I had to do all the fall things. I was excited. I went to a little uh, corn maze thing. I've never been to one. And so what I thought I was about to do and what we actually did were two different things. (laughs) I thought it was like you just follow the path and you get out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, mm-hmm. it might have some twists and turns, but if you just keep going straight, you'll get out. I did not realize that there were dead ends and you had to pick if you was going to go left mm-hmm. or right. And you had to figure out how to get out. Right. I know it, that's the, the definition of a maze. A maze right?
2: <laughs> well, it's called a maze, you
3: know. I know it's a definition, but for me, I just I don't know what I was thinking. So it took us a minute um, to get out. This sounds like fun people we were those things you
2: gotta be we careful we weren't
3: dressed appropriately we were giving fall chic and we needed uh some lululemon women and some nikes or <laughs> some come on ball chic <laughs> so, um, but uh we had fun uh out in the country and then like, can you
0: send me that stuff that's only like fun send it to me
3: i will was it well it's like in covington georgia that's not bad That hmm And then Sunday was my sister's birthday. And so we did um, mm-hmm. a family candle making class. That's what she wanted to do. That's okay. cute. And
2: uh, yeah, like that's like a white woman.
1: When you get old, that's how nice like, some stuff you do. That's going make <laughs> candles. I was gonna make say, candles. that's like a
2: middle middle aged parent, <laughs> <laughs> you know?
3: I mean my parents were there, her yeah. husband, their kids, yeah. you know, we had us a good time.
2: Yay. So I bet all did you bring some drinks
3: and food, would you? So we went to dinner before, um, okay. and then we had a. Jessica likes cookie cakes, and we've been doing it it pretty much all her life. So we got mm. a cookie cake that we did at the candle shop. Okay, which was super cute. It you know was a whole little vibe and playing the music. And I thought my parents were going to be like, "Oh my gosh, this music is shit. <laughs> my mom's over there like this. you do need even know what they say.
2: <laughs> I feel. I feel like the same people who do that also go to those bars where they like serve wine and you paint or learn to that's, paint. Yeah,
0: that's, that's what I'm trying to figure out. Does the, the candle you sit <laughs> yeah.
3: while you make the candle?
2: Yeah, I think that's the same thing.
3: Yeah, but, that sounds that's great time. That's yeah. my vibe.
2: Yeah, you know, I had
3: I had a very good weekend. So, and I really? think this weekend I'm going. Um, a paint and set class with some another group of friends. So. Yeah, gotcha. And I try to be outside. I see. Your- <laughs> Got to be findable. <laughs> <laughs>
1: gotcha. Mm-hmm. Sounds good. Sounds good. We two for two on good
2: weekends, Terry. Well, I just I, I remembered you said that you <clears throat> that fall was your favorite season because fall's my favorite season. Ooh. Uh, you know where it's cool but not cold. Oh, that's for sure. Yeah, like just a uh, light jacket sweater weather kind of yeah. thing. I think it's perfect. Um yeah. uh my week. Um oh, I got a I got a job. Uh so we're going to have to talk about that later. Okay. And it's a temporary job, don't get excited. Um,
0: <laughs> uh no,
2: I just I was getting bored, way 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 too bored and you know uh, you know, idle hands devil's playground that kind of thing. So, just needed something to do essentially. So plus, you know, a couple thousand dollars extra a month for, for, I mean, it's a remote job, so I'm basically doing this for eight hours.
1: Well, I a what, what kind of a job is it? Like, what are you doing?
2: Just customer service okay. for a company, you know, but it's all remote work. So I just do it from here. I'm easy, easy, right. easy money. Uh, but yeah, just to give me something to do until I can really get established. Yeah. Plus, I, I think it's a little more of a motivator for me to have something to do. I think I think men in particular tend to get uh, almost like a little depressed when they don't have enough to do. Yeah. You know, because I think it's in our DNA like we're supposed to be out or doing things, and gathering. Uh, so when you're not gathering, just know there's only so much I can do to this house. You know, right. before I just end up <clears throat> getting bored. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No. First of
1: all, let's let's congratulate Kelly on learn how to cover the camera when she leans in. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I was very intentional about that too. I was like, "Wait, we're
3: gonna,
2: we're gonna lose. Once so, we're <laughs> we are gonna lose so many viewers. Now.
0: We only have 500 million
2: and 499 million for the show."
1: So, okay. how's how, how's things going with the uh, father-in-law? He still there? He going now? No, no,
2: he is. He has uh, departed us on Sunday, which uh, boy, I was really, really happy about on Sunday, <laughs> because I mean, ten days is just a long time, you know, and it's a lot of extra money, and you know, you you don't figure on how much extra it's going to be, but it's it's extra money, it's extra work. And like I said, 10 days is a lot for my favorite person, you know,
1: <laughs> gotcha.
2: like I said, I, I'd be doing the same thing if it was my dad leaving after 10 days, maybe right. even a little more so. Uh, gotcha. and, I, and I like her dad. That's the right. thing. But come on. It's a two bedroom apartment. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. well, <laughs> yeah. for sure. yeah. Gotcha. All right. Uh, all is well with me. I don't I didn't I don't have anything in particular uh just doing comedy shows and you know seven at the church. We actually actually we did have a a, a men's breakfast this Saturday that I orchestrated, but I, I didn't even really have to do anything. Um what they and, for pancakes? And not to uh no 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 we had like a full spread but the nice. um the, the reason why I said I didn't have to do anything I'm talking about really as far as the the just say as far as what the men benefited from from attending so i mean i I sent out the invites and planned it and came up with the menu made most of the food all that type of stuff but um you say make most of the food you made the food mm -hmm. breakfast food is easy though
2: yeah anybody can make breakfast
1: uh I know you just learned a couple of years ago at I love <laughs> Yeah,
2: <laughs> uh, Anybody but Kelly can make Yeah, breakfast yeah.
1: Shrimp. Breakfast food is like I'm not I'm not trying to make it seem like I I wasn't making shrimp and grits. It was just basic, you know, a full spread, but it was still basic.
2: Um Oh, you drive me crazy now.
1: But but the reason why I said I didn't have to do anything because um I literally just we never made it past the icebreaker like all, all we were all they were supposed to do was like i had split them up to, to people who i knew they didn't know they were supposed to like get three facts about the person and then we was going to stand up and present it and then in my instructions and in standing up presenting it i was like introduce yourself as far as like hey my name is rudy wilson this is you know terry wayne these are the three facts that i learned about them. if let's say if, if each person spoke 15 minutes a piece only the last like minute and a half was the three facts about the other person. Like for whatever reason, in their introduction, outside of just saying their name, these men were just spewing with vulnerability. Like they were just letting it mm-hmm. out, which I I I allowed to happen because I realized for one, this is definitely God, because men don't do this. And then two, I could tell that this was really neat. This was needed more than getting past the icebreaker and then getting to my next thing that I had you know planned or whatever and so uh even just the fact that these men felt safe you know to to, to share and to, I mean they was they was letting it all hang out you hear me like it was people who I've known for some years that I found out things about that I had no idea you know what I'm saying even stuff they're currently dealing with and then even more so God even orchestrated it that like the people who I matched up with each other like they had so much in common like they were a lot of people were saying like I didn't realize it was somebody else in this church Dealing with the same thing I'm dealing with, type thing. And I felt like nobody would understand, blah, blah, blah. So, so that was real heartwarming to me. Um, like I said, especially because I don't really get no kudos for it. Like it was just, I, all I had to do was just invite Man. people and create the, you know, the event, if you will. And then God pretty much took it from there. So, um, sound more like that, an AA meeting. <laughs> uh, no, no, no. I no. I would. I, not, not not quite AA, but, but definitely a lot of emotions flowing. Definitely, yeah, definitely uh definitely vulnerable, but just in a in a lot of different ways. Some maybe leaving, leaning more towards AA conversation, some even just leaning towards just other stuff in life or whatever. But um but yeah, so that, that was that was that was real dope. And then outside of that, uh my my, my days and the weekend was, was pretty normal, normal stuff. Um so yeah, that was that was a little highlight for me. Um, but let's get into the word and talk about if it is no longer enough. Per Kelly's question last episode, um, our producer Risa uh, wanted us to talk about this, I guess, after watching the episode. And I said,
0: Has episode dropped when episode dropped yesterday? Uh,
1: right dropped, Yeah, yesterday mm-hmm.
0: yeah. when she said it, I'm like, dang
1: but but the question that was posed is is the word no longer enough um i'm not sure exactly she didn't really give any explanatory statements after that um but i'm assuming even tying into um kind of even what we talked about last week with the motivational preachers um not really harping on just say like the word of God, but more or less, you know, the, 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 the exciting speeches and maybe even using the scripture to kind of help amp up the exciting speech, but not necessarily preaching, you know, I guess even the fundamental stuff or the, not even necessarily having to be the fire and brimstone, but even just the, the, the uh, shout out to jungle book, the bare necessities, uh that you that you need for your you know christian, christian life um so, <laughs> I, I I guess I can start briefly on just what my uh opening thoughts are. Um if I had to if somebody asked me this question is the word no longer enough I would I would say yeah it is still enough. I don't think it will ever be to a place of being enough but in reference to is it something that is um you know is it something that people really lean into when it comes down to preaching, teaching, even living by uh per se um i don't you know i don't know if, i don't even know if it's like a no longer thing i think even like i said about the motivational preachers i think it's something that's been going on for a while like us as humans in general we already kind of pick and choose um you know our morals and what we think is right and what we think is wrong, what, what we should do, what we shouldn't do. And definitely within like anybody who subscribes to the Bible, we definitely pick and choose uh, scriptures that we want to lean more towards than, than others. Um, and we lean more so away from the ones that kind of hold us more accountable or maybe even tell us that we can't do something <coughs> that we actually want to do, um, as opposed to if it was, you know, something that's tied to like a blessing or, you know, all things working together for our good or, you know, stuff like that. Like those are things that we definitely will, will say is enough. Like that's, that's enough to change my situation whatever. But if it was like, you know, fleeing fornication or covetousness or, you know, all this other type of stuff Um, and coveting is, is something that, it's probably matching the energy of fornication at this point, especially when it comes down to social media. Like it's very hard to, to be on social media, see somebody else's life and then not kind of build that whole, you know, spirit of covetousness or covetness or coveting, or I don't know. I'm trying to use like the King James words, that, <laughs> that yeah, but, um, but we, de- we definitely pick and choose when it comes down to what's in the word. Um, but the word even being enough, um, I think so, but I, w- I even want to ask you, Kelly. But even before you go, or even somebody else go, when you asked that question last week, do you remember the context in which you asked? <laughs> you?
0: <laughs> no, um, and I was like, dang, I probably should have gone back and listened to oh. it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't, but when I when I when I read it when she wrote it in the chat, um, what came to mind first that I could have been talking about was all of the. <clears throat> The um, the um, additional things that people do to, like you said, amplify the word, mm-hmm. you know, um, the in- the entertainment pieces mm-hmm. of sermons. Sometimes, you know, is is not just delivering a word, the word, a mm-hmm. sermon enough, or do we need these extra entertainment pieces as well? My dad has always been an out-of-the-box thinker, mm-hmm. um, an out-of-the-box preacher. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, but he comes from youth ministry mm-hmm. where just speaking the
1: word right. is not enough. <laughs> you can't have a box for doing youth. Right,
0: it, is, it, it isn't enough. You right. know, you're right. not gonna know, you go into to youth church and pull youth by reading the King James Version and delivering mm-hmm. the sermon. like mm-hmm. That just isn't going to work. Mm-hmm. And so my father is an out-of-the-box preacher. And so, um, and even on, so on Fifth Sundays, which comes along four times out of the year, my dad likes to do this big production of sorts, mm-hmm. you know, when out of the box, and it doesn't necessarily have to be preaching, and it may be some mm-hmm. theatrics and drama, you know, or whatever, mm-hmm. that I know that some people don't um, subscribe to,
3: mm-hmm. um,
0: and they, you know, they want old school, the word, the scripture, this, that, the other, you know, spending a Sunday morning on all of this additional stuff and Mm -hmm. having a drama team and the mind, you know, Mm -hmm. and all this inside the sermon, and there's not a traditional sermon, Mm -hmm. doesn't always sit well. Mm -hmm. People are okay with it before the sermon.
1: Mm -hmm. We
0: can do the dance team, we can do praise Mm -hmm. and worship, we can all Mm -hmm. do that Mm -hmm. before the word, but Mm -hmm. when we get to the word, this is the word.
3: Mm -hmm. And so
0: I know that doesn't always sit right. And so um, but that is my dad, and I, and with you know, the light in turn, purple and green and blue oh, and whatever. Man. You got T-shirts and everybody got matches, st- you know, or whatever. Right. And so I feel like to me, when I said it, I was talking about just all the extra stuff. And, I, and my dad does do extra stuff, too. Um, but but your men's group in the beginning has kind of shifted my thinking some mm. in terms of this question and where to go. When I said it, it was all of the theatrics. Mm-hmm. Um, but forgetting that or remembering that my dad also does some of that. But mm-hmm. I, think it's, I think it comes back to the root. Mm-hmm. The root of my father is the word. Mm-hmm. The root of some mm-hmm. other motivational speakers, preachers, pastors, is right. the hype, is the entertainment, is right. that piece. He just tries to use different ways, different mm-hmm. formats to reach mm-hmm. different people mm-hmm. where they use this because... This was going to bring people in. This is going to bring big names in. This is going to bring big tithers in. This makes this a popular church. This brings a lot of numbers in. Mm-hmm. But my dad don't really care about none of that. His is working in the word and just kind of who he was because he started 20-something years as a youth pastor. Right. That's right. just who he is. Right. You know, and the fifth Sundays are the Sundays that the youth stay in the sanctuary. And so it's something that relates to him, to mm-hmm. them, and to everyone. Um, but I really feel like to me, in closing, and it's my part one and part two, is when you say, is the word enough, it's really how how the, how the spirit moves mm-hmm. <laughs> in all of that. Mm-hmm. Like, I absolutely love the beauty in your men's, your men's group on Saturday, because like you said, men aren't vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Men aren't open. Men don't share, mm-hmm. you know? And so for an icebreaker to be able to, to do that, it didn't come after hey, read a scripture with your partner mm-hmm. and then dissect mm-hmm. the scripture. Mm-hmm. It was just on three facts about them. Mm-hmm. I like going basketball, fishing, mm-hmm. I got three kids. You know what right, I'm saying? Right, it's, right. Not, whatever. You right. know, like, it was just basic stuff. It didn't, but the the atmosphere was set mm-hmm. in the word, mm-hmm. um, in the spirit. And For so sure. it depends on kind of how you look at that question when you talk about, we know the word is always enough. right? But it depends <laughs> on kind of how you, Look at that question. Is the word well, not enough it, not at breakfast,
2: it
1: wasn't.
2: Breakfast, it wasn't. It, the word wasn't even around. Like you said, the spirit of it was. But what, what they needed apparently at that time was connection to another person. And they felt that connection and it brought out that vulnerability. So I would say that kind of proves the point that sometimes you need more.
0: Hey y'all! Sorry to interrupt, but we have a few church announcements. Follow us on Instagram at theworstonespk. New content coming soon. We also have a TikTok at theworstonespk. No content yet, but continue to check us out. If you want to, no, when you listen to our podcast, you can find us on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever you find your podcast. Just make sure you type in the Worst Ones Podcast, and you'll find us. And when you get there, make sure you like, you comment, you subscribe, and you share. Thank you to our 500,422 followers. We love you so much. Now, back to the show.
1: Well, I was going to say, I mean, because, I mean, the breakfast, like, food being there is, I mean, you can kind of make some parallels to theatrics. You know what I'm saying? Like, it it is a... It is a incentive, if you will, of showing up. Like you don't have to just sit here and participate. Like you can also eat, which eating also leads to conversation and you know, it makes conversation easier. So I mean, um so Man, I mean, can't that, live
2: by bread alone.
1: But that, so that 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 uh that that does make a lot of sense even just as you even went through all that and then even asking the question again, like is the word enough? Like without the the presentation or like like do we do we is it necessary to, to have something extra, especially in today's time? And, and aside from the the motivational preaching, like even if it's rooted in the word, it's the, it's, it's the unadulterated word, like, but you're, you're, you're presenting it in a way that you feel more interested as opposed to only saying just the word itself. Um, I do think that that kind of spices up the question because though the breakfast was simple or the task at the breakfast was simple, the breakfast itself is more than just the word. You know what I'm saying? Like it's, it's, it's it kind of is an extra thing. You know, I got, I got
2: a thing to add on that. Cause I, I was thinking about it. Cause I asked the question yesterday of what the topic was. And when, when she wrote back and, and told me it immediately got me thinking. And the first, the first thing I thought of was solitary confinement, right? people certain people have gone to so certain people have gone to prison um i don't know if you know this but you can you can choose to be in solitary uh, i had a friend that spent almost 10 years in solitary confinement because he was like i don't want to mess with the jail thing mm. and yeah he was white um but uh but yeah he spent um now i'm not saying this happened for him but I've seen story after story after story of people going into those cells by themselves for years and all of a sudden they come out and they're some of the most godly people you ever meet in your life. Mm -hmm. Um, Just by having that book and having that time alone in that space. So I would say it's the person. Uh, It depends. Some people, the word by itself is enough. Other people need a human connection. Other people need the show. You know, so I, I think that, you know, we're we're all different people and uh, we all react differently to different things. Um, so is the word enough? Sometimes. Yeah, sometimes it is. Sometimes it ain't. It just depends on who you are and how you absorb stuff.
1: Not for that, because, I mean, even even in the educational space, as far as in school, I mean, some kids learn better, you know, physically doing whatever the thing is. Some can just listen to a lecture. Some can not pay attention at all and still ace the test. You know what I'm no, saying? So- nobody
2: knows that better than me. All right, I was, some- I was I straight D's and F's all the way through school. Uh, I got, I turned, uh, what, 14. They did like a test. And then my test came back with this giant score. So they had a meeting. Next thing you know, they're like, you can just take an equivalency and get out mm-hmm. of here. And that's what happened. And five years later, uh, I was accepted into Mensa. But if if you were to look at my K through ninth grade, you you would be like, oh, this guy's working at the gas station. That's what he's doing. Yeah. But, yeah, everybody's different.
3: Is it my turn? <laughs>
2: You you gotta interject yourself.
3: <laughs> no, I'm pretty laid back. Um, so I agree with a lot of what all of you guys have had to say tonight. Um, I think Kelly kind of touched on because I don't want to just repeat everything else said, but I think she touched on a, a crucial point. Though, it's important that these pastors, preachers, teachers, motivational speakers, whatever whatever the title is, it's kind of important you know who your audience is. Mm-hmm. Um. Like if all the, like my church is more of an old school, older church. And those members are there for a certain, you know, they know what they're going to get. They know they're going to get hymns and devotion. First thing, they're going to be an altar prayer. They're going to get um, the hymn of the day or what, you know, like there's certain things, very traditional they're going to get. And I'm sure if we came in and started doing theatrics and, like production plays instead of the sermon, like that would not go well Mm -hmm. with uh, the members at my church, but that might work somewhere else. Um, And I think it's important that pastors, especially when you have like a um, multi-cultural church and you have multi-generational church, being able to relate and connect with each kind of group to what I think we were talking about uh, uh, Pastor Lee, um, how he's able to like teach the basics to the young pe- or to the newer younger people in Christ, but not lose the older people not feeling yeah. like they're wasting their time or yeah. they're kind of being just dumbed down, like finding that balance. And I think um in today's world, some pastors are good at it they're good at finding that balance. Maybe it might just be interjecting. Um, I know my dad likes to sometimes interject a video clip if if he's preaching, or he might inject a song, he'll play a record or something, because my dad's not a singer. Um, (laughs) Or he'll, like, read the lyrics, because, again, he's not a singer. Or, you know, like, just little things like that where it's not a whole production, per se, but it Mm. is a different style of learning um, included in the teachings. But i would say it seems like some of the churches today especially the more well-known churches or the younger youthful whatever you want to call them churches just kind of strictly go down that theatrics road mm. um and and then when you add in social media and you get the clips and depending on what it is whether it's someone getting uh spit and splats fit and slapped in the face or whatever happened in that situation or um, I think there was another situation with like some dancers and an Easter performance and something wasn't all the way right and, but um, I just know that that's kind of what's been happening and so again are the theatrics to help you enhance your learning or are they to just, you know, go viral, Mm. to be a talking point or whatever, like what's the purpose behind the theatrics? Um, And then I also think that there's a time and place for it. So, you know, maybe kind of to your point, Kelly, like not every Sunday, but four times a month on that fifth Sunday, um, that was a designated time to do something different. Um, And I was just thinking for the Fall season. I don't know what you want to call it, but have any of y'all heard of the tribulation trail before? I'm yeah, a lot of time back in the day. Absolutely. Absolutely.
1: Yeah. And I'm they, they right. have they have them different places. I've been to like one in Atlanta, Jacksonville, different. Like, yeah, it's a couple of places people doing.
3: Okay.
0: I, so I have
1: not.
2: So you tell me.
3: So the Tribulation Trail is like a outdoor real life enactment of the last days. Mm. Um, and so it's like I think the one in Atlanta what you're walking maybe a mile or two in these woods and there are actors who are like playing out scenes or playing out uh, parts of the bible and then you kind of walk along and it's correlated to like today's time Mm. so whether there's war like there was one we went to that one got me good like you know they were talking about what was going on um how the war had broke out how you had to get the mark to get food and this that Mm. and the other and like they would try to give you the mark, people will mm. come up to you trying to oh, so, give you the mark.
2: So this um, is all revelation stuff.
3: Oh, yeah. It was mm. it's all about revelations. Mm. Sometimes, like there was one time they were chasing you with guns, but there are people who are a- actors in the group mixed in with you. Mm. And so like then they start screaming and you start screaming. Like it's very intense, mm. it's very real. Like you feel like you are in that situation. Sure. Um but for that give you all the theatrics throw all the theatrics you got you know what I'm saying like Mm -hmm. that experience with all that extraness made like hit the point made the point hit home I'm sorry Mm -hmm. I'm all, all over the place but it made the point hit home um so I do think that there are times where the theatrics are cool and they are useful and they are helpful but again at the end of the day it's more of a is it enhancing the learning the teaching um, that should be going on or is it an alternative reason that really don't have nothing to do with God mm-hmm. and that's it enhancement that or- sounds,
2: it sounds like you just described Halloween Horror Nights for Christians don't know Halloween. what that is Halloween Horror Nights is something they do at the theme parks in Orlando uh, Universal to be specific to this one uh, oh, where-
0: Christian, is, it? is it Christian based? no oh
2: yeah that's why i said halloween horror nights for christians oh gotcha. uh, oh i got gotcha. you uh well basically you just go through the park as normal but there's all these actors around and uh, like haunted houses and things that are meant and designed to scare you and that's what it sounds like to me so what? you it, know i always thought about revelations at the same with the same thing uh anytime anybody tells me like the the moment a government or a group or whatever tells me to deny christ or take a mark or something like that uh, you know That that's when you know like oh everything's real so no I'm not going to deny Christ no I'm not going to take the mark I'll take the death it's fine you know to me that was always comforting because it's like oh you just you know you just made everything I've ever heard factual you know it's almost like a cheat code you know I think that's why people want like I, I know people that want the end of days to come like right? My dad's been saying my whole life, he's like, so look around where these are the end of times. But they every generation says that, you know, I, I don't know why people fantasize about the end of times. Uh, I I think it's an ego thing, like because obviously they can't die and the world go on. Right. So they have to die in the end of times. So. You know, it's it's kind of like uh, you know, dictators use the same thing. They're like, when I die, the whole like the sun goes with me. You know, right. I don't know. Just the just the thought. No, I, but I think that's not a biblical thing. That's a people thing. Mm-hmm. That's an ego thing.
1: But. What did you about to say, Kevin? I don't know. Oh, got you. <laughs> so even even going back to what uh, Janessa was talking about, uh, that she was pointing out which what, what you said about. Um, for lack of a better terms, reading the room, like knowing your audience, knowing your congregation. Me and uh, our number one supporter, uh, AKA Larnell Scott, she was. Uh, we were talking about that too, 'cause because she had heard the podcast too, and she was talking about how when we were talking about as far as your dad still doing the youth stuff at the Full Gospel Conference, um, which is problematic in a lot of ways. For one, your dad not even a part of full gospel, you know what I'm saying? And he's 63 years old and it's like at what point will somebody step up, grab the torch or whatever? But then it shifted to the conversation of kind of what we were just talking about in reference to like, so like younger pastors or leadership or whatever, especially in today's time, are nine times out of ten going to do things different than what has been done in the past. Like it, mm-hmm. it's, it's going to get more and more away from just the word being preached. And it's going to lean more and more into the, you know, the actress. Cause even people like, you know, Michael Todd or people like that, oh, these are people in their thirties, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And they in their mid to late thirties. Like they're, so they're, they're, they're going to have a different approach. And I don't know if the answer is, you know, you have certain ministries that for lack of a better term, old people can still, go to and stick with. Um, If you are an older pastor trying to pass a torch to somebody younger, do they need to be younger than you but old enough where they still hang on to, you know, the older way of doing things but also can kind of incorporate some newer stuff or do you hand it to somebody who's you know, way younger, old enough to be a pastor but way younger who's probably going to do things different because even by the time we're in our 60s, like there's gonna be people who are younger who are gonna be doing things that we may look at as problematic or this ain't you know, principle. This ain't This ain't you know whatever the case may be. Like luckily enough for your dad, your uncle, people like that who, who I've kind of rant and raved about before. Like they, their foundation allows them to be able to be who they are now, even in their older age. Like where they can still connect. You know, you know those those two just say. The, the generational gaps. Um, but for those who aren't an anomalies like, you know, like them, what's the real resolve? Like, do you get somebody younger who's definitely going to do something? They're going to do something different because they live, they, they're they in a different time. You know what I'm saying? They're going to understand different times. They're going to, they're going to lean more into theatrics, TikTok, Instagram, uh, you know, they're going to lean more into that. But what does that do for the older sex? Like, do you just, kick them to the curb and let them croak over and die on their own and just, you know what I'm saying? Or do you have to have an early service, give them the little, you know, the, the old, old way of doing things and then let the younger people come in second. You know what I'm saying? Like I I don't I don't really like, I think that's what even makes it hard for the baton to be passed because there's still, there's still different groups of people who are affected by the baton pass that you have to try to cater to. You know what I'm saying? So something I didn't think about um while you were talking. So
0: right, so my my father can still be um relatable in some sense, you know, he can still deliver a word that um youth are able to understand, but he isn't in that social media, right. area, you know. I'm? Like right. you know, he'll post from time to time Or right. you know, it took him a minute to go live. <laughs> uh, figure all that out you know parents right. you know but right but that but that that era of social media this era of social media that's not him that's not him mm-hmm. and so right so when he is leading a youth ministry he is missing all of you know that tick tock and what they're watching and all of that because that's not what he's exposed to on a daily mm-hmm. basis mm-hmm. that's one the second thing to your point is youth ministry falls under the head And so that youth minister definitely has to report to that head and Mm -hmm. that that pastor or whoever the leader has to um, agree and trust with what that youth minister is Mm -hmm. doing. And like you said, when you have a a lead of something that's in, two three generations away from each other Mm -hmm. times now for the youth are so completely different Mm -hmm. that person is going to have to be open enough and trust whoever that they put in that position enough to do something different because like you said it's different what 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 excited us 20 years ago when we were 16 well 18, 19, 17, 18. <laughs> um, and then 25 for Terry. Years ago when was 16. <laughs> And what the 16-year-olds now, what entices them is not the same.
3: Mm. It like,
0: can get us to the youth conferences and what we were excited about isn't the same draw right. for them. And right. so as I said, things are going to have to be different. Um, yeah. But that's trust from the leader mm. to be able to to bring somebody in that they that's able to do that,
1: because even with even with New Beginning, uh, full gospel Baptist Church, like even even because I was even thinking about this too, like even the fact that Bishop Morton, w- which he technically made the decision before he died, but the, the transition didn't happen until after he died, or it happened at his funeral, rather. But even the fact that he had to hand it over to Pastor Bowles, who already is a pastor of a whole nother church.
3: Mm-hmm. You know what I'm
1: saying? Like, and he's probably 20 years younger than what Bishop was, but he's still 30 years or, or so, 35 years older than you know, youth. You know what I'm saying? Right. And so that's there's so he's somebody who can fit in the gap enough in the sense of he's old enough to, for lack of a better terms, please the old folk but young enough to understand that something else different has to happen. But even the fact that, that, that was the decision that had to be made. And, and trust me when I say, I couldn't, I couldn't have thought of a a better choice. So I'm not, I just, there's nothing against Pastor Bowles, but you have to get somebody that's in their fifties who already is pastoring a whole nother church and not, Mm -hmm. not, not a second location of the same church, Mm -hmm. an entirely Mm -hmm. different ministry in an entirely different city. But, it's like, who else do you go to? Because, once again, if you get somebody that's too young, you may lose a, a lot of the foundation of that church, which are, you know, some older people, but then you also want somebody young enough who can, you know, keep keep alive, if not revive, the youth ministry, the young adult, you know, what? and then a lot, and we've talked about before, a lot of people in our generation don't even really go to church like that anymore, especially not like we was when we was growing up, and Maybe a lot of us was going because we were forced to by our parents, and now that we have our freedom, we don't. Some of us may not be going because the Internet or even life has, has you know, it give, it given us exposure to other options that we may feel like, you know, is a better way. Or, you know, maybe somebody got church hurt. I mean, there's a lot of different factors, but there's definitely a huge drop-off in, in like, the the kids who were kids with us and and who's now not only still attending church, but who's even ready for leadership. And the ones who are ready for leadership, they're going to nine times out of 10, like, you know, the girl at your job is probably one of the few people that's in their thirties who is like, you know, having a problem with, you know, the extra stuff and as opposed to like just the word, you know what I'm saying? But most people our age are going to want to see the demonstration, the video pop up, the, the act outs, the, you know, the, the props, the, you know what I'm saying? Like that, that stuff, even, you you know, a lot of, uh, you know, praise and worship teams, you'll see now, like they, they don't, they're not dressed in what we call church clothes no. or your Sunday's best. They got on t-shirt, they got on jeans, they got on hats, they got on, okay. you know what I'm saying? Like, it's a, like, e- even, even people in their thirties are going to want a certain vibe and then twenties are going to want a certain vibe. And then of course, teens and all that stuff is, is a whole nother story, but like, it's, it's going to always be that thing. And I don't, I think the, the hardest part about the word just say being enough now, um, for one, like I said, there's, there's just so many. First of all, there's so many people who are who just say who doubt Christianity or the word and stuff like that, who now have a platform, i.e. the Internet, where they can now spew out all of their opinions and so-called facts on why you shouldn't even believe this stuff in the first place. You know, yeah. what I'm saying? so now you have to even convince people that the word itself is something that you can believe. And then also let me, you know, let me let me sauce it up a little bit so that you can also receive it. Because you didn't even you you missed the foundation apart when, when you were younger to even understand enough for me to even just be able to give you just the word as opposed to our parents and stuff. They got the King James version their whole life from childhood to, to now all they've gotten was King James version as a, you know, but it's, it's just, it's just, it's, it's a very, between last week and this week, I see why the transition is so hard. Why people like your father still have to do what it is they're doing because, and not even just his church, but even what he's doing for the full gospel at the youth you know, conference, stuff like that, because it's such a fine line. And it's, and it's such a responsibility and it's such a trust that you have to have for a person to trust that they're going to have that, the word, even in the midst of the sauce that they throw on it. And most people who are throwing on the sauce for the sake of the new generation are getting more and more away from the word. You know what I'm saying? And it it, it just, it gets, it gets dangerous. And I, I see, I see now more clearly why, um, why there's such a, you know, A confusion, or or whatever you want to call it, when it comes down to, I guess even just everything that we're talking about.
2: Mm
1: -hmm. All right, Jay Rihanna, it's on you.
3: I mean, do you have a time? Because I know you said you had a hard out. You
1: you Gucci, go for it.
3: Well, this week's it's not going to be last week's. We'll save that for another week. But um, this actually hit me today. Uh, it was a message for a friend, but I decided I wanted to also share it with our viewers. And the message I got was, you've been, hold on, let me see what I text her. <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't know I was going to have time today. Uh, you've been in your comfort zone long enough, it's, it's time to get out of your comfort zone. And essentially uh, what I want to just encourage everybody is, you know, if you if you've been very comfortable, you've been kind of stagnant, you've been playing it safe. um, I think that this is the time that you kind of start working with God to get out of your comfort zone. You can't necessarily you can only grow to a certain point until you get comfortable and then the growth kind of stops and your situation has to change. You have to kind of go through some things uh, to grow a little bit more. And um, I just, it was heavy on me for my friend's situation, but it also encouraged me as well because I felt like there were certain things in my own life that I had kind of gotten comfortable on. And so I just, you know, these jewels are daily with me. Like I'm trying to walk them out myself. Mm -hmm. So this week I am trying to start doing things Uh, When opportunities present themselves, instead of immediately just dismissing them or trying to find an excuse for why I can't do them, um, you know, just trying to even entertain the thought, thinking about what that might look like if I was to try a certain opportunity. And so I just want to encourage everybody else to try this activity with me this week as uh, as well. Um, We've been comfortable long enough, so it's now to step out of our comfort zones, and that's it. And I'm gonna be better by next week. No, no, <laughs> it's just y'all just catch me at the worst I time. But. I don't know what you're talking about. Right.
2: I haven't been this uncomfortable in quite some time. <laughs> <laughs> you, said, uncomfortable? I, well, yeah, with the move and the changing and yeah, oh. my comfort zone. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. No, no, that's no. I mean, that's trust me. Every time you you have some, it's, it's definitely right on point. I mean, and I and I think the. Um, the, the, the comfort the comfort zone as comfortable as it is will definitely have you stagnant as hell. Um and anytime you're uncomfortable, like we we kind of resist it, but you always see the benefit of it when you go ahead and embrace it. And so um and, and that and I, I definitely have reached my comfort zone in some areas of my life that I need to uh, you know shake things up a little bit more. For sure, for sure. I mean, even, even doing that whole men's breakfast thing, um, you know, it's, it, I I I wasn't necessarily comfortable with trying to step into that role, but, but just, but just seeing the need that, that men need that, that kind of outlet outside of the barbershop in the bar, um, is what kind of made me go ahead and do it, um, mm. but stepping outside of my comfort zone to your point, like, and with God, it showed right. me that I didn't really have to do much when I showed up, like. The the stage was set I, and God God took it from there. You know what I'm saying? And so it, it gave me reassurance of of leaning more into the, the uncomfortable uncomfortability-ness. Um I think I made it up. But, <laughs> but, 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 uh, but leaning more into that as opposed to saying, Oh, somebody'll show up one day and do it. You know what I'm saying? Like that's that's comfortable for me. Like, Lord, bring somebody. And then he'd be like, Nigga, you hear, you do. You know what I'm saying? Like and, but I'm not comfortable. You know what I'm saying? Uh I mean Moses was uncomfortable, you know, uh you know, speaking up to Pharaoh, you know. But
2: I'm I'm starting to get the feeling that Rudy was walking around that breakfast when them emotions were coming out going and like thinking to himself, like, you yeah, okay, you
1: know? <laughs> no, no, not at all. But uh but yeah, I mean even Moses was uncomfortable, you know, but but they you know, God's people wouldn't have been free from slavery and all that other type of stuff if he hadn't stepped out so no don't 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 slight your your word because you you that was a good word you were you rolling now y'all
0: better be rolling. better than you and <laughs> i'm not i talk on it after the i got a favorite for rudy this we'll talk about it after the camera stopped rolling that may push a lot of things forward because of that gym right there gotcha
3: that well may- i'm glad it's a word because y'all know these janessa jewels is me stepping stepping out of my comfort zone. I'm not every week it's stressful trying to figure it out. And I've just been kind of going with what literally happens in my life, words that I literally get today or in the past week. And I stumble through them because it's real life. I you know, I don't have the answers to everything. Um, and I really don't like doing Genesis jewels, but I'll be here,
1: we have to be here. That's, well, we show, we show appreciate you. We do, we do.
0: That that you don't know. You may, you may see the manifestation of this gym, really? excuse me, in in the next sixty days, maybe sooner than that, you may see the manifestation of that
1: of that gym, Jewel. Sorry. Well, Kelly, are you going to step out of your comfort zone and come off of private?
0: No, nah, that's not it. <laughs> uh, at Princess Kev's 51. <laughs> now nah, that wasn't. That wasn't it. <laughs> that may be step three, four of the process, but no, nah, that ain't <laughs> it right now. Mm-hmm. Nope. Nope. Gotcha.
1: At Princess Kills 51.
3: You can find me at jriana double underscore. We have fun over there
2: at Terry Wayne Comedy. There's no fun whatsoever. Um, but we make fun of a lot of things. Um, that's on all social media platforms. And as always, you can get the book, Unclaimed Dashes, on Amazon right now.
1: And follow our producer, Risa Wilson, at Risa underscore R H E S A underscore G as in God. All right. This has been wonderful.
0: This has, Rudy. Will you send me this recording when you get home, please, or when you get back from?
1: Well, I'm definitely home. Laugh. I told you that. I mean.
0: <laughs> oh, I you had to. Usually had to go to the. Oh, my bad.
1: Remember, I told you I don't. I didn't. I don't have the car. It's in the shop, so I'm. I'm leaning against the, the car right now. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but anyway. Credits. My bad. <laughs> uh, thank y'all for listening. <laughs> thank y'all for watching. We are the worst ones.
3: <laughs> <all>
0: the world. <laughs> We yeah so that it's up of the world Yeah 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 it's up of the world
2: Yeah it's up of the world Yeah it's up the world